and coming at you. Oh yeah. That was the oh, yeah. <laughs> That was the Scissor Sisters, man. The Scissor Sisters, huh? Yeah, it's a bunch of fellas named the Scissor Sisters. Hmm. Pretty gay. Well, we are doing gay for the month of gay. And uh that was about as gay as I could go. I was crunched <laughs> on time. I had a, a busy day at work. Usually, you know, uh I'm one of those uh, sneaky fellas who does his side job at work while I'm supposed to be working. And so um, today I didn't have that opportunity to uh, work on the podcast. So I was a little uh, slammed for checking out what my favorite gay artist is or you know, putting time to just think about it. And so I went on to Spotify and I typed in Pride music and it had like a million playlists and i just went through one and i found i I like kind of scrolled through not all of them i wasn't so sure about the gay factor but then i saw scissor sisters and i remember distinctly them being these flamboyant fellas on the late night show and i thought oh this is the winner i got the gay band Hmm. i don't know i never heard of them before so i don't know how you remember them well We'll leave that up to uh, everyone's imagination, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Busted. Yeah, man. Well, it's pride. <laughs> you got to show it off. So uh, how you doing today, Mike? Caught in the old trafico today, I, I hear. Oh, God, dude. Fuck. My- dude, they're bringing NASCAR to Chicago. Really? Do they know how violent it is there? <laughs> like, Isn't there a oh. good chance one of these cars will get stolen? <laughs> make, sure you, make sure you pull into the right pit stop right? Yeah. yeah dude it could be those guys who pretend to park your car over at the Sox games yeah, yeah dude, that's what I was thinking right you, you pull up they just take the car you're wrong, like what the fuck you look the jack is made out of cardboard <laughs> and you, all, don't, <laughs> you don't want to steer away and seem racist Right, so you, you go through it anyways. Damn it. All right. Oh, yeah. You don't, you don't want to be seen going to the only the white pit Right, yeah. Of course he swerved away to go to the white guys over there. All right, the white crew pit. Oh, uh, so, I yeah. didn't even think about that. That's so funny. Yeah. yeah, so bottom line is now they have to repave all these roads. Wait, they're, and, no, this isn't NASCAR then. This is like um, Indy 500, man. It's like it's NASCAR in Chicago. They're they're turning the roads into a NASCAR track. I don't I don't think it's NASCAR though. This is like what they do in Europe and France, where they drive through the streets, right? Is that what you're okay. insinuating? Yeah, but the Midwest is full of men, not <laughs> f- so we don't do <laughs> hey, Formula folks, One. We do NASCAR. We are starting it early here. Oh <laughs> yeah, man, I love it. Uh, and yeah, you're right. So, but I think that's what they're doing. Um, it's it's like Formula One racing, actually. I it kind of yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying, but it's Formula One is more. Formula all that is really more category of car. Okay, I got you. I, I always thought... Not necessarily like track. Yeah, I always thought NASCAR was just looping in a circle and everybody parks their trailer in the middle and gets wasted. Oh, that's what's going to happen here. It's just in a circle <laughs> of Chicago. Okay, but around the city though, right? Like Yeah, through the city, yeah. It, again, feels like one of the least safe places for them to be doing this kind of gig. Least... Safe place. Frank, we have so many other things. Do we really need NASCAR? <laughs> that, like, if everything going on right now, we need NASCAR to come here, shut down our roads. We don't have a highway to drive on right now. <laughs> Every right. highway is under construction. 
Yeah, you sent right. me a fantastic picture earlier today. It was of a what you guys call in Chicago a uh, road. <laughs> I had to say that to you. You you would think that's on the outskirts. That's probably the outskirts. Maybe that's in like an industrious area. <laughs> an alleyway. Frank, that is maybe? one block northeast of uh, Lake and Pulaski. That's wild stuff, man. It looks like uh, some sort of war zone block in Ukraine, honestly. It's an insane-looking picture. You would be mad if your parking lot looked like that. (laughs) I thought it was a parking lot. I thought my GPS was wrong. I literally, I sent you the picture as I'm, like, past it, right? I was supposed to turn down that road. I didn't turn down it because I thought it was a parking lot. Wow. An unmaintained parking lot. No, that was a fucking road in Chicago. (laughs) They're not repaving that one. They're not repaving anything in Colorado either. They had today... The Denver Nuggets celebration parade downtown. Everything was shut down. A lot of people didn't go to work. Uh, pretty wild stuff. Emma was there. She sent me some great you, shots. Did you see the clip of Jokic finding out he has to go to the parade? Yes, absolutely hilarious. Fucking hilarious. He uh, he literally looks at the guy and goes, when is this? The guy's <laughs> like, Thursday. He goes, no, I can't go. <laughs> He's got to go home, dude. He's got his horses, man got to tend to his horses. You, you just won the championship. They tell you there's a parade. and you're just so He was like mad. He was literally upset. Like, no, nah, I, I can't go. Oh, what did they used to do, right? Oh, Peyton Manning, you just won the Super Bowl. What are you going to do next? Like, I'm going to Disney World, right? Or Disneyland. <laughs> going to the White House. Uh, I think they used to say Disney World. Wasn't that a big thing for a long time? Yeah, you're right. It was, yeah. I don't know. I wonder hey, why Disney that Disney really fell off, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't say gay, my man. And so uh, I, they had the parade today. Uh, Jokic uh, was, this is crazy. Jokic somehow found his way into a tank and was uh, in a tank with his MVP trophy. And Emma snapped a uh, close-up shot of him. She was pretty uh, near the action. And so <laughs> he looks, uh, I'm not going to lie, like you t- Photoshop the trophy out of his hands it kind of looks like a shot like from someone on the russian side you know entering ukraine and the donbass area right <laughs> i don't didn't we talk about this before i thought he didn't win the mvp so they do a season mvp and then a, a final mvp there's a finals mvp there always has been uh I'm, isn't he just the mvp well here this is my argument get rid of the finals mvp just do the mvp and it's on the team that wins the championship and whoever yeah, the- I, I was, I was like looking back at it, dude. I don't remember. I don't remember a, a single person that won a MVP. Every MVP in my memory is the one who won it when they won the championship. Nobody cares. Yeah, <laughs> nobody cares really. I mean, Jordan would come out for the celebration parade at Grant Park, and he would have his MVP trophy with him every time. I think he was. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was MVP all six <clears throat> championships. Uh, I could be mistaken, but. There's uh, yeah, be outrageous if he wasn't. Uh, and so, yeah, Jokic was cruising around in a tank with his MVP trophy. And then I'm perusing uh, the news quickly uh, before the show. And I see a, a quick clip of a downed SWAT team from the Denver police who uh, accidentally had his leg run over by the fire truck carrying the Denver Nuggets during the parade, dude. What? <laughs> yes. So there was like... A near casualty <laughs> for the SWAT That's team. That's what happens when you defund the police, man. Not getting the best. Yeah, that's right. You're not getting the brightest uh, or the strongest or the smartest. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, 
that happened. Kind of hard to miss that fire truck, huh? Even see I that one coming? I really like didn't have time to investigate, but I thought that was a pretty interesting little tidbit to it occur. It was almost as big and bright as a fire truck. I, mean, I know. How did you not see it coming? <laughs> or hear it? Anything? Does this guy have no senses? Does <laughs> yeah. he have COVID? Oh, yeah. That's right. Long COVID, right? Isn't Couldn't that even the, smell uh... it. <laughs> It's all about that long COVID, man. Um, (laughs) So yeah, anyways, uh, everybody took off work, it seems like. I had a nice ride home, uh, essentially, on the highway, no traffic. I was pretty blown away. It's very Uh, nice. nice. Yeah, so, uh, and then, of course, there was a shooting. um, Not only the night of the championship, uh, 10 people were shot in a botched drug deal during the celebrations that were occurring. Uh, but there Hilarious. was, <laughs> yes, they found the fentanyl at the scene. It's and, good to see um, you guys got brothers out there too. Yes, I, how <laughs> amazing of you uh, to know the characters involved in the story. <laughs> Didn't even have to see a picture. That's beautiful. Uh, and so, I'm, I'm guessing it wasn't a Bergstein. <laughs> definitely no Bergstein involved. And then <laughs> today, post post parade, another shooting. I'll leave the uh, you know description of the characters up to everyone else's imagination out there. I'm sure you can put the dots together on it. Um, Denver, wake up, folks. You're turning into all the other worst liberal cities out there at lightning speed, man. And yeah. uh, go take a walk down the 16th Street Mall or the main areas downtown near uh, 20th and Market by the uh, Coors Field. Lot of abandoned buildings, lot of boarded up windows. It's not yeah, a good it's look. It's insane. We have that too. It's insane how many businesses never came back. How many shops are still empty? Dude, businesses never coming back, and then businesses leaving and mass, and that's what you have happening here in Denver. Uh, but it's probably worse in Chicago, and I have to believe, without a doubt, no place is getting it worse than San Francisco. We turn now to San Francisco, a major mall downtown pulling out of the city, citing sharply declining sales, fewer shoppers and more. And it is the latest in a series of companies pulling out of San Francisco and another blow to one of the largest urban economies in the country. Our chief national correspondent, Matt Gutman, is there with more. Good morning, Matt. Hey, good morning, Rebecca. There's concern that San Francisco could turn into a so-called zombie city with its downtown hollowed out by a fentanyl epidemic. (laughs) of homelessness and fleeing retailers. And you just mentioned that last significant hit, the biggest mall in the city, right in downtown, is leaving. This morning, a San Francisco mall at the epicenter of a growing real estate dead zone in a major American city. Battling rising crime, soaring real estate prices, and a homelessness crisis, the city dealt its latest blow this week. Westfield, which owns the city's largest mall. Also one of the wealthiest billionaires and tech uh, boom creators uh, was stabbed to death like a few months ago, just down on the street. Oh, we never did the follow-up on that, did we? No, it was a, it was a hit job. It was for sure a hit. Yeah, yeah. it ended up being so, definitely a hit. It was a guy he worked with. Yeah, for sure. But still, that's San Fran, folks. Stopped paying its half-billion-dollar mortgage and is surrendering the property to lenders. The company setting dramatically decreased occupancy down to approximately 55 percent. 
including already announced closures of tenants such as Nordstrom, Banana Republic, and others. Also giving up on downtown, hundreds of other companies, including Gap and Whole Foods. Union Square used to be the beating heart of San Francisco, but a recent survey found that since 2019, nearly 50% of all the stores here have left. Damn. Now it's empty storefront after empty wow. storefront after empty storefront. And the last time I was here was 2019. So it was great back then. Now I was like, I'm scared. I was thinking to switch my hotel. Man, you lost the agents? Robberies and a 41% That's all you had, said, friends. Over the same period in 2022. You're seeing it all over right now. Companies are leaving the city. Is San Francisco dangerous? Well, here's the thing. San Francisco is a major city, and it has challenges. But let's back up a little bit. You are talking about people who are leaving the city, but not the people who are staying. Already tell us a Democrat. Yeah, you know exactly who it is. Coming to San Francisco. Oh, a crime out of control. Everybody's leaving the city. I know that's, that's the facts, but let's back up a minute. <laughs> <laughs> let's look at the whole picture here. That should be the slogan of the Democratic Party. Let's back up a minute. Take a, take a look at what's really going on. Let's not talk about the fact that you could steal $999 worth of stuff and not be stopped. That's San Francisco. Yeah. All right, let's start the right there. The fact that you can't chase the criminals. <laughs> how, how are you going to open and operate a business when anyone can walk in and steal a grand worth of shit and no one's going to do anything about it? Yeah, how many people are gonna actually come in and buy stuff when they don't? Dude, it's it's my it's my stop sign theory in Chicago, right? At first, it was just the criminals blowing the stop signs, but then when everybody else started noticing that nobody's pulling these guys over, now everybody's blowing the stop sign. <laughs> Why would I stop at the stop sign if I don't have to? Well, now you're the only asshole stopping at the stop sign, holding everyone up. You're getting honked at for stopping now. So now saying. it's literally like if, if you're the, people are now mad at you for getting in their way by starting a line at the register. Get the fuck out of the way. Walk out the door. Stop <laughs> stopping. You're causing traffic now in the checkout line. It's just we're, it's so plain and simple. Yet they refuse to see it. Right? You guys passed laws making crime legal. And now you don't understand why people don't want to open businesses in your city. It's not even that you made it legal. I will def I'll be on your defense. You just made it unprosecutable. Yeah, less illegal. It's just, it's just, it's not even, we can't even prosecute it. And even if we could legally, we don't have the police to enforce it anymore. Right. So if you're a store owner, regardless of what you're operating, it could be a mom-pa shop, boutique store, or you could be rolling with the Whole Foods, right? If you have thousands of dollars of stuff just walking out the door every single day, you're going to shut down the business because you're not making any money. And you got to see what they're doing now in some of these neighborhoods in Chicago, dude. You, you walk in, you can't touch. Only thing you can touch are the little bags of chips. Oh, even, yeah. the, <laughs> even the big bag of chips is more than four ninety nine. locked up. Or do they have uh, everything behind glass, glass windows, I presume, right? So the, I went into a Walgreens, and I, I was, dude, I was surprised, because this is a real shitty neighborhood. Like, this, this is a Walgreens, looks like it's about to fall down. <laughs> so I walked in, brand new coolers. I mean, with the fucking uh, LED screens. Right, so it wow, tells you what's in man. there. Yeah, I was like, "Damn, you know, we got this at the Wal Walgreens by my house. They're really, they're really up in the." The difference was you could you go to the ones. The, the whole point is you could see what's in there without opening the door. That's right. Yeah, man. <clears throat> you know, 
Here, the difference is by my house, you could just open the door and grab what you want. Over <laughs> there, I went to go open the door, it's locked. So you can see what's in there, and then you tell the cashier which one you want, and then he opens just that door. Yeah, well, this is the uh, <laughs> it's the future you've welcomed into your lives, people. Like, this is what you wanted, right? Isn't this what everybody wanted? Isn't this called uh, equity? I think this is what we were calling equity for a couple of years here. I keep I keep forgetting to get the clip, but this is not a joke. I, it's not the onion. This is for real. In San Francisco, there are city councilmen who have, uh, I think they're currently suing Kia for making their cars so easy to steal. <laughs> wow. Well, do you know there's a major recall for Hyundai and also, uh, what's the other Hyundai? Uh, Mazda, they uh, are also, I think, easily stealable. Yeah, everything's easy, st- dude. And look, I'm. Uh, we shouldn't mean. have to make things harder to steal. We should go after the people that are stealing. You're right. You Every- know, one thing I always <laughs> hear about the people in the Middle East, and, I, and this is where I give them credit. Oh yeah. You can leave your shit in the middle of a bazaar. You come back the next day, it's still there. Wow, really. That's kind of nice, man. And uh, they don't treat women the best, and they don't, you know they tend to look the other way for raping kids, but they don't steal. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got their morals <laughs> right. <laughs> well, one thing about them is they have their things that they believe, and they just stick to it. Everybody sticks to it, and there really is. At Qatar, man, the cops didn't even have guns. That's um. Don't they have? And this is going to be cartoonishly racist. I always imagine they walk around with those giant curved swords. Like from Aladdin. <laughs> right? Are they not walking around? All the, all the police, that don't they have just gigantic curved swords? No. That's what I've always, you know, just assumed and, and pictured in my mind, right? No. And then like they, a tiger on a leash? Th- yes, and then they catch you stealing and they hold your hand down and go to chop it off. <laughs> with their giant sword my whole understanding of the middle east is based off the uh, aladdin cartoon from 1992 i'm starting to see that yeah it's, it's all i got no far from it well i am a racist and speaking of racists uh well we are racist i guess for continuing to believe that san francisco has problems right because if we're saying that this is the same city that's doing reparations right this is like a this is the pro-black city, right? How are you going to get the money to pay these people? You have no businesses. Everybody moving out. Okay, so I love this clip for one thing and one thing only. As always, where's the payoff, Mike? The end. But it's not just San Francisco. Other West Coast cities, including Portland, Seattle, and Los Angeles, also suffering from a similar trend of downtown decay. The mayor noting that several metrics of crime are actually flat or down, but it is worth mentioning that we are not at Union Square or the Westfield Mall this morning because we have been advised it is simply too dangerous to be there. (laughs) Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! (laughs) No way! No fucking way! Yes, man! How could you end that whole... You you have a serious problem, my friend. (laughs) You people have a big time problem there in San Francisco. You can't even do the news report from where you're reporting on. 
Are you kidding me? You know, you know they had to address it because we wouldn't notice, but everybody who lives there or knows the area noticed that they weren't at the location. Exactly. That is so funny. Absolutely hilarious, man. Oh, that is so fucking funny. Congratulations. Dude, I mean, have you seen the the TikToks and all these like Twitter videos of uh, the people who live in these homes in San Francisco? Emma and They're I were in, like... we were there last year for a wedding. We stayed one night. We were going up to Wine Country for the wedding, but we flew in late, so we just wanted to crash at a hotel nearby. Uh, I was nervous about where we parked our rental. We we <laughs> we had to find like a secure location, and the area around the hotel we stayed at. Very sketchy, very scary. Uh, some of the creepiest just ghouls roaming around. And then, um, you know, like I said earlier, it's very noticeable. A lot of boarded up sh- storefronts and just no business going on. Just can't homeless. hide 50%. It's just homeless people. That's all you really see. Yeah. It was pretty disgusting when we were there. It was not, it's almost like uh, it's a homeless sanctuary. Much like Denver, come down to Denver. Check out Tent Alley down uh, on the main street. I know. It's just like everybody's got them. I know every major city right now has the tent cities going on within them. But can't we all just take a moment to reflect on how we got here and why this is going on? There, we've got serious issues in these cities. And by the way, World Economic Forum and all those freaks that are you know trying to run the world—they want us all crammed in these cities. They want to destroy the farms did, and move us into the cities. Did you hear about Ireland? I got to look this up. I don't know if it's true. I heard this. Is this where they are uh, destroying the farms or telling the farmers they can no longer farm and now they have to uh, move into the 15-minute urban city? Even worse. Not only... That's true. They're, like, forcing people into cities. They're doing that to the, uh, the Dutch, if I'm not mistaken. They're like confiscating their cattle and burning them and doing all this terrible shit to the farmers yeah. and they're they're, they're ending forcing them not to grow they're ending no, no, agriculture no. uh yeah so the dutch are doing that based on climate change yes so like it's if always... you're if it's if your farm isn't environmentally whatever it's some bullshit the cow but in ireland ireland's trying to do this thing where like you have a three-bedroom home you have a three-bedroom two-bath home you and emma you have three kids or whatever, great, that's fine. But then they got old, you know, they get older, they move out. Now you guys don't need that home. <clears throat> so we're going to take you and put you into a one-bedroom apartment that's good enough for you guys, and we're going to give that home to another family. Oh, that is some dystopian shit, people. <laughs> oh, wow. That gave me the chills, man, to the bone. Dude, like, just the idea of maybe that's true. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just like, no. I, I, who's thinking, like... You know that's in somebody's mind, that that's a good idea. Yes. Oh, because then, hey, look, folks, you don't want to move out of your house. Take the suicide pills. Thanks for living. Enjoy well, Frank, the afterlife. Well, Frank, Frank, you and Emma living in that three-bedroom, two-bed house, look at, look at this chart here. That, your carbon footprint is, uh, is off the charts. Well, that house should be at least five people. I need my masturbation room, number one. Uh, <laughs> that's my room and my room only. All right. 
Sorry, did I, I, know. I meant man cave. You guys cave. can call it a man cave. I meant we man cave. We know what you're doing in there. <laughs> we all know what you're fucking doing in there, dude. You might as well just call it your masturbation cave. <laughs> the masturbation chamber. Uh, no, I actually, we don't even um, use the rooms that we have, uh, the two extra. They're downstairs. We keep them, we spruce them up for, you know, for the family that comes in uh, visits and what have you. Um, Emma's got a we got a couple grandmas coming next week. I believe they're gonna crash for the weekend. So um, uh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're updating all the linens down there and getting everything spruced up and ready. My goal though is to turn one of the rooms into a nice little grow room for some uh, marijuana seeds I have coming in the mail. That's exactly what you should be doing with your space, using it wisely. That's what I will be doing, growing some marijuana. Yeah, it's beautiful. Great hobby. Yes, so fun. absolutely. I'm very excited to do it, and I finally have a full room to do so. I do not agree with these government policies where we have to leave our homes in the name of green climate science and, you know, give it to well, a I family. I work really hard to afford these three bedrooms. Do I need them? I don't care. I worked hard to buy them. It's Fine. just the way we treat the uh, people who age in our society, man. It's like we just don't want you. That's uh, the message that's being sent. In Canada, they have suicide programs now. You could literally go and just take a pill and die wherever you want. Yeah, did people forget that we all get old? Is that like a... Yes, that is a fundamentally like, forgotten it, aspect in our culture. I, I, dude, especially now, it is blowing my mind being, you know, I'm 35, 36... It blows my mind how many people I talk to my age, and they're like, oh, man, I just, you know, I really want to do this or that before I get old. You're 35. You're not young. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, you're not old, you're not dying and everything, but, like, I feel like we don't have, we have this, like, we lost our, 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 our real perception of time. No doubt about it, man. I couldn't agree more. Uh, people now, I think, see, like, 30s to 60s as the second career phase or the new life and you know look at politicians we got dude they're in their 60s and they're (laughs) 60s through 80 and they're all becoming politicians it's uh that's like their third career except for people like joe biden who are lifetime politicians lifetime criminals uh but dude (laughs) oh yeah no that's it man what do you got speaking of joe biden did you see Ted Cruz uh, drilling the uh, FBI director about the, the Joe Biden thing? I did not catch this. Uh, enlighten me, please. It's a little long, but I got it if you want it. You clipped for me today, my man. Oh, yeah. Uh, as busy as I was. I'm very impressed, was... sir, and I'll take any clip of any length. It gives me time to smoke the, a bowl. This one is great. I'm just glad... You know, I, I, in my head, Congress is always just doing nothing but collecting checks. That's right. So it's just good to f- see, like, once in a while, somebody's actually doing something. Ted yeah. Cruz and uh, Rand Paul. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. Last month, a whistleblower brought to light the existence in the FBI of a report, an FD-1023, in which the informant alleges that President Biden and his family members engaged in a $5 million bribery scheme during his time as vice president. Deputy Director Abadi, is it true that the FBI has a report making those allegations? Uh, I'm not going to comment on that, Senator. And why is that? 
I'm just not going to comment on uh, information we received, investigations. Do you owe an obligation to the American people to be candid about evidence of corruption by the president of the United States? This is uh, an area that I'm not going to get into with you, Senator. Well, I understand you don't want to. And that's why people are mad at the FBI, because (laughs) you're stonewalling and covering up serious allegations of evidence of corruption from the president. Yesterday, Senator Chuck Grassley stood on the Senate floor and alleged that there are 17 recordings of this informant from Burisma, Ukrainian natural gas company. Fifteen of them are recordings, voice recordings of him talking to Hunter Biden. Two of them are voice recordings of him talking to Joe Biden, Deputy Director Abate. Does the FBI have 17 voice recordings laying out evidence of a bribery scheme? Senator, I would add also that uh, we've worked with the House Oversight Committee yeah, this is the Senate. The We're the other side of the Capitol. This is the Senate. Do wow. you have those 17 yes. recordings? I'm not going to comment on any investigative matters, Senator. See, that's the problem. The FBI, and I've had this conversation with Chris Ray too. This is why you are damaging the institution. The American people have a right to know whether there is serious, credible evidence that the president of the United States took a $5 million bribe. And by the way, if it's false, Chairman Durbin just rolled his eyes. I love that. If Chairman Durbin were interested in the rule of law, we would have a hearing on these allegations. But of course, the Democrats don't want a hearing on these allegations. And to be clear, if the allegations are false, you know who could disprove them? Joe Biden. He could call for this to be released publicly. But the FBI is stonewalling. They are stonewalling. Oh, sorry, it's long. But I love how he calls out Dick Durbin for rolling his eyes. Yeah, that was fantastic. No, that was a... (laughs) Perfectly length clip, by the way. Don't undersell uh, that. That was a great clip, man. Absolutely. Dude, I love it, man. So, like, Ted Cruz, his uh, podcast could get a little dry, but when he plays his, like, clips of himself in Congress, dude, he's he's actually drilling these people. Yes. You know? I, I love it. He always asks them, you can't answer or you won't answer? Because I think you don't want to answer. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> And if you want to watch this yourselves, check out C-SPAN, typically, is where you can get this action. Uh, They're never going to show you the real deal on those uh, goofball cable news network channels, uh, Fox or CNN, doesn't matter. Um, Ted Cruz, dude. The funniest part about Ted Cruz is every time I go for a a Cruz clip, especially if he's like on Fox News or whatever, um, you have to... uh, Fast forward through about a minute every time because they ask the question to Ted Cruz and then he goes and sells the verdict with Ted Cruz for 60 seconds. <laughs> it's like a, an, a verdict oh, commercial oh. every time. And it's 90 if a book just came out. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> like, it's so funny. Like, they'll be like, Ted. Or you can read this in my book before I answer. You can always get my opinion from my book. Justice yes. corrupted. That's uh. right. <laughs> Ted, uh, we believe the president just committed treason. What do you think about this? Well, if you listen to the verdict with Ted Cruz, my podcast that I talked on uh, this morning. This is Monday, Wednesday, Friday mornings. uh. We did a deep dive for 40 minutes on the corruption of Joe Biden. That's the verdict with Ted Cruz. Check it out. It's on podcast, Spotify. He goes through this incredible thing, man. It's fantastic. Uh, he's always selling it. He might as well just stop being a senator and just do the podcast thing. But uh, no, dude, I love how he's grilling him right there. The guy doesn't have an answer. It's obvious that they're burying 
the information. They're lying to the American public. The FBI is in cahoots and works with and for the Biden administration. And, and you, know, but you know what? I, oh, absolutely. And you know what I loved about that clip, though? How many times do you hear a politician talk about what the American people want? How the American people feel? This is the first time somebody said that, and I was like, damn, you actually nailed it. You're right. That's exactly why we don't trust the FBI. Yes. He, like, actually told, you know what I mean? He told him why your approval ratings are slipping. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and he nailed it. This is the bullshit. You guys are fucking, you're, you're, you're there, there is just, you're dedicating everything you have to going after Donald Trump. Right, but then That's when it right. comes to the the laptop, when it comes to the five million dollar bribe, you know, we just don't have the resources. Exactly. <laughs> you know? like how many indictments do we have going on for this dude? It's crazy. I, I just, uh, I, you're right on the money there. Uh, we have all the resources in the world uh, on Ukraine and Trump, and then we oh, just... cost is no issue when it comes to the Trump case. Any <laughs> no, case, no time or resources dedicated. To uh, Hunter Biden, the laptop, Burisma. Oh, we don't even have any DAs left to charge him if we wanted to. They're all going <laughs> after Trump. <laughs> it is refreshing to know that we do have some people out there asking the hard questions, but ultimately, does Ted Cruz have any power, really, to do anything about it? Do we? Right? Uh, I just don't... It seems like the corruption is so deep, and it's at such yeah. a high level. That the the people, we the people, man, we're just kind of stuck here getting chemtrailed on in the skies by Jerry Polis and the Democrats. That's it. We're just constantly... It's literally why we got Joe Biden, because they, they were so mad that we brought Trump in. Dude, yeah. I'm, I'm all in on the theory that Trump was a shock to the system, and they had to do everything in their power to get him out. I think the only reason the powers that be let him skate through the primaries in 2016 was they they just thought it was a joke. It was funny. They were going to let, you know, it was going to be a way to let Hillary walk in. Absolutely. You know? No, Did no. you see Hillary on Pod Save America? You have to listen to that episode. Oh, right? man. Okay. Uh, did you listen uh, to it? Give me the dish. Come on. Ben Shapiro summed it up the best when he said... <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, he said, he said Hillary Clinton must not, she doesn't own a single mirror in her house. <laughs> oh, man. Because the shit she was saying about Donald Trump, like, bitch, history didn't start in 2016. <laughs> Maybe it will you soon. Ah, uh, good call. He is the Antichrist. <laughs> That's right. No, it's Elon, man. Uh,. <laughs> I got to check this out, I guess. Uh, it's hard to sit through stuff like that because it's pandering, it's bull. I don't really, you know what I'm saying? Like, what what new stuff am I going to hear from Hillary? D did you watch it? Like, is it actually Hillary or was it AI? Did we have some, like, uh, CGI animation going on with this action? Because I, I'm still sticking with the rumor that she died and or I think the Q folk online are theorizing or saying she was arrested and taken to Gitmo. <laughs> Am I correct about the, that one? <laughs> did you see the uh, anti-Semitic uh, AI? No, but oh, this so has got to be so good. Yes, I think, I think it was Microsoft did a chatbot or whatever or oh, something. No. And they were like just gonna let it learn. 
from conversations that it started off like all peaceful and everything you know oh yeah started off all nice but then quickly turned into like uh we really need to do something about these jews wow man (laughs) and like it literally it like tweeted uh Hitler had some really good ideas or something like that. I was doing a little reading on Hitler. I It was <laughs> through some FDR information that I saw online. And uh, I was brushing up on my FDR history. I forgot that he was president for like 16 years, which is absolutely <laughs> insane. And, yeah, he uh, was the one, man. He's the one that they made the rule. It's, you know, well, it's scary. Nobody should have that much power. Um... But I was reading about how, you know, in 1937, the economy was, like, tanking again. He had done the, you know, the New Deal, the second New Deal, and then all of a sudden, you know, the markets were crashing again, and there, uh, it was really looking grim for him politically. And there's a lot of information out there to kind of signify that uh, FDR kind of stoked the war a little bit in order to kind of wag the dog in a way you know what i'm saying and like get the public off Wait, are we of talking biden and ukraine or no, i'm talking FDR. fdr in 1939 <laughs> uh 1937 through 1939 it wasn't uh looking good for him and his administration and so they uh they decided to kind of pivot to a war machine and he really kind of pushed and stoked the you know the war effort and you know you know, like the the language and everything, and apparently there was a lot of communication with him and the Brits and the Poles, and there was apparently you know some sort of deal trying to be brokered between Germany and Poland, and FDR kind of stepped in <laughs> and stopped that from going down, which kind of was a a spark, if you will, for uh, Hitler to invade Poland, and you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of muddy water with. You know, our version of the history uh, of, of World War II. What do I tell you, man? There's a lot of similarities between that and what's going on in Ukraine. Yes, it's very similar. That's why I was very intrigued by it. And I, I thought, uh, well, that's that, that's almost like a mere version of, of what we're going through right now, you know? Or maybe not a mere, but an exact, you know, window into oh, no, it. Dude, that's why, the, you know, we're doomed to repeat history. That's well, And now <laughs> we're forgetting history faster. Yeah, it's crazy. So what better way to launch Biden into a second term guaranteed? You got to kickstart a world war, baby. Yeah, I always said that's what Ukraine was. Yes, it that is the scene. He needs they, a war yes. to save his presidency. And so it got me kind of... why Bush yes. invaded Iraq. Well, and then I, I kind of started going through my mind and old school <clears throat> conspiracies that I used to dig into and... You know, one of the older ones, as people know, much like 9-11, the attack on Pearl Harbor, maybe they knew it was coming. Maybe they let it, you know, go down because it was a good way to uh, go into war, right? It seems like... To be fair, they thought they were going to hit San Francisco. (laughs) Which, man, almost a shame. Uh... (laughs) Considering the clip we just played, folks, and we don't, and we don't gotta pay for it. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so I was it's like just a hooker kinda... fucking you for free, man. Too good to be true. Well, I was thinking now, uh, FDR, nineteen thirty nine, shitty economy, needs to boost his election chances. Let's uh, stoke the wars for World War Two. Bingo, bango, let an attack happen, and we're off to war. George W. Bush, 
we got to get into a war, keep my term going so we can, you know, get our interests played out overseas. Bingo, bingo, attack. Let's go to war. <laughs> right. I'm saying, folks, it's kind of looking thick here. I think I'm pointing all uh, the arrows in the right direction. I'm no mathem. Oh, the man. Bingo, bingo's coming. <laughs> There, we got some bingo bango on the horizon. I'm telling you. This is a bingo bango. We're on the eve of a bingo bango. I am not a Nostradamus by any means, but I just I'm noticing a no, pattern. I think you here. summed it up. Yeah, I think you just summed it up, man. You just you wrote the equation for that one. So uh, we are on the precipice in my mind of a bingo bango here. Let's, uh, even, let's be careful. Uh, even bingo bango Clinton uh, bombed Kosovo for nobody even knows why. Nobody, where is it? I still don't know. Still don't think it exists. Is that where Jokic is from? I could only assume. Oh, 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 all I know. Why, are they black there? All I know is we spent. <laughs> yes! <laughs> we, we, said, we fucking bombed them with more fucking missiles than their country's worth. That's all I know. Well, we are uh, repeating that old history loop, and it just seems like, um, you know, the World War Three, uh, almost, uh, you know, inevitable, mm. honestly. So uh, I keep I keep thinking it, man. What's that saying? I know World War. F- I don't know what World War Three will be fought with, but I know World War Four will be fought with sticks and stones. <laughs> That's right, man. Well, and how uh, are we gonna how are we gonna get there, right? Well, there's gotta be just like with previous times, and think of the last few years, man. A good chunk of the folks in this country. Kind of under some sort of hypnotic brainwashing. Uh, they so, oh, are oh, not yeah, seeing what, things clearly. And no, they are know, we, taking the information verbatim, no matter what. We always, because uh, we kind of talk about this, we're like, it's kind of, we've kind of debated it many times, where like the people that still wear the masks, you know? Yes. Yeah. And, and I've always, you know, I've, on, I've always been on the boat of like, eh, fuck them, who cares, right? But when you look at everything, it's, it's like most major wars, they get started with the support of about 10% of the population. You don't need the majority. No, all you need is a very loud, you know, a, a minority willing to do anything. And going back to uh, the Nazi times, what do they always talk about? The silent majority who didn't agree but just didn't say anything. Yeah. Well, because it's... Well, because it, you're willing, you know, you're going against the 10% that's willing to die for what they believe. I'm not willing to die to go against you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you <know? laughs> May have to at some point. Uh, well, listen, as long as you go after the Jews, I'm fine. Once oh, you go after the guys with the big dicks, now we got a problem. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, if your skin is uh, <laughs> yeah, on the tanner side, you're always in trouble, it seems like, historically. So <laughs> we're never in the good graces yeah, of Yeah, we, uh, we are always the on culture. the uh, wrong side of the yes. white line. No matter what. Uh, <laughs> But you know, I always say it's the problem. I'm like, yeah, I will sit here. <laughs> okay, we'll leave it at that, folks. No problem there. <laughs> so, what kind of this is all gearing my mind towards is 
like I said, with COVID and the wokeism and everything in the recent three to four years, even going back to 2016 with Trump derangement syndrome, there is a brainwashing, some sort of manipulation, a hypnosis that is occurring where this small percentage, but a minor, you know, 30%, let's say, where they are just locked in. Uh, the Rob Reiners, man, the Michael Rappaport's, yeah. all the insane yeah, freaks out yes, there. Michael they're, Rappaport, they're just obsessed yes. and tuned in, and, and they are not seeing the matrix that you know, they we, are locked you know, into. You know, Michael Rappaport, have you met Rob Reiner? Maybe we need to hook <laughs> them up, get them together. Oh, no. That sounds like a freakish experiment. Just keep Tony Fauci out of the room. He might, you know, <laughs> just, scalp one, <laughs> put it on the other. Well, Frank, these are two lonely men who have nothing better to do but watch the news and wait for Trump to get arrested. The one literally stopped his car on the highway to do a TikTok video to celebrate. I mean, That's these right, are babe. men with... Mental some, illness. They're, they're, they're lonely. Or they're lonely. Or hypnotized under some sort of trance, a spell, if you will. Uh, I have a clip from Theo Vaughn. Mike, your favorite. Oh, he's the best. He had Roseanne on his show. Did you catch any of this? Dude, I cannot listen to Roseanne. I she, think you can. I off think the you rocker. Well, I have one of I think these. it's because I have ADD, so when somebody like that starts talking, it kind of like, we're, we're like the, the waves that like, uh, you know. You're crashing you know you upon have like, each other. We, we like accentuate each other's waves instead of like countering them. All right, well, D-Wave for a couple minutes here. I've got a fantastic <laughs> Roseanne clip. I think you'll enjoy it. I, I feel like you'll be able to hold back for a minute and, and, and take in a little Roseanne. A lot of great clips have come out of this episode. I've seen some on that. And I, I took uh, a little bit in the middle, from the middle, of a, a good chunk where she does a little deep dive on, uh, well, Hollywood and kind of the creep show that exists within it. She has a great part that I insist everyone go check out. She discusses a great awakening and how COVID and the lockdowns were terrible, but in a positive way, they did open a lot of people's minds up to the reality that we're being controlled and fucked with by an elite society. I never thought about that till I saw that clip that it really was the great awakening. They it shut was. us down, but like half of us, while sitting there twiddling our thumbs, were like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and we woke up. You know, I think these evil know? bastards are fucking with us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I think they have been since the beginning. I don't I don't trust anything they've said to me ever now. <laughs> it's called the red pill, people. Take it. Come on down. It's a great place to be. I promise you. Uh, Always welcome. And if you haven't yet, well, just hear out Roseanne. You remember Roseanne. She had that great sitcom you loved back in the early 90s hollywood got in bed with the cia and so that was government money given their way to portray certain things for mass media for mass consumption yeah and to keep people in line to keep them like thinking fairy tales instead of looking at the truth well, hey where's my tax money going it's like oh and then the, and then richard Gere falls in love with the prostitute on Hollywood Boulevard. Don't go down there and actually look at the 12-year-old prostitutes that live on Hollywood Boulevard. Right. Believe the bullshit lie that, you know, the boy always gets the girl in the end and, you know, that, uh, you know, there's friendly aliens and, you know, anything Spielberg does. It's just for mind control. Mass media is for mind control and people are being paid. Yeah. You know, it's kind of weird that she threw Spielberg. I've always thought oh, Spielberg. Oh, no, no, all I can think is, it, 
this whole thing about Hollywood, the one name you pulled out of the hat, yeah. Spielberg. Yeah, but I've always thought Spielberg was like one of the top pedophiles in Hollywood, man. Oh, he's for sure a pedophile. Every movie he does is with like eight-year-old kids, man. Dude, have you, are you, have you gotten into the, uh, the pool of uh, Epstein? I got $100 says that he double teamed an underage girl with Bill Gates. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think there's different groups to this pedophile ring. There's Epstein ran his deal in the Caribbean and you had people running their deal in Hollywood. Epstein probably no, they connected. I'm I'm not saying they weren't connected. I'm just saying each had their own zones where, wow. you know, I have reason to believe that Hollywood was its thing and, you know, Epstein was his thing and mm. people were mixed and mingled. And again, I keep bringing it up every time Epstein and all the pedophilia shit comes up. Everybody thinks of Epstein's caught. We got him. It's over, boys. The, ga- the jig <laughs> is up. The game is over. We-, we ended pedophilia. Like, we stopped it. Like, are you fucking kidding me like all these pedophile all these pedos are fucking everywhere and you didn't stop anything like i uh, do you know about the guy cappy i think is his name he supposedly killed himself like a few days after he tweeted all this information about seth green and his wife running these underage child sex slave operations out of their home yes dude yes it's like hollywood suicided he suicided himself. He Clintoned himself. <laughs> he got Clintoned, man. Hollywood's fucked up, dude, and uh, it's refreshing. <sighs> I'm finding... It's a great clip. It's a great clip. I'm finding Roseanne to be refreshing. Media is for mind control, and people are being paid, and they're happy to take the money to make sure that they keep the population under mind control and quiet. They want docile workers. But the movies, when you look at the time frame that a movie comes out, you have to look at the whole political, the whole political uh, geography around it and why it's coming out mm. and what it's saying. Because a lot of times it's kind of a fortune-telling thing and it's predictive programming, it's called, because it's telling you what's going to happen pretty soon, especially science fiction. What's going to happen pretty soon? Because mm. they're in bed with the with the government and the CIA. Right, so they're in bed at this point with like <clears throat> with groups that have more intelligence than than, than the average layman or whatever, the yeah. regular guy. Yeah. yeah, they're like, oh, pretty soon they're going to take your picture at the airport. You know, that was science fiction at one time, where you have to look into the camera and have your fingerprints. And now and you have to in L.A. You have to. Yeah. Yeah, this week the cameras were down when I was flying out, and I was like, "What's going on?" The cameras, and they're like, "Yeah, they're, we're just we're re they're redoing the system or whatever." But then I'm like, "Wow, man! Once they just have your, it's just like, why do it starts to feel like is there any real value just to me being a human anymore?" Yeah, that's the ultimate value. If people could wake up and take that back, there would we and we would talk to each other with respect and actually listen, which I don't think people know how to listen to anybody no more. Yeah. Um, they just want to hear themselves talk, um, and all that they're saying is just parroting something they've seen on media. Yeah, man. Wow. She nails it. She really does, both of them. Yeah, the Yovan is... Yeah, that was a great, great take. Clip. Yeah, in the middle there. Oh, uh, he always comes in with, like, some... St- like, <clears throat> what does this idiot say? Oh, wow. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it ended up being so deep. He always uh, does that. Media, Hollywood, <laughs> CIA, this is something conspiracy theory, nutjob, tinfoil hat, crazy people like myself have been screaming about for a long time. It's been so obvious. Subliminal messaging and music. I've been theorizing for a while now that the pop music has been so shit. It's so obviously been AI created for the last, like, I don't know, five, ten years. Uh, dude, we literally went over. Dude, that Sam Smith still blows. I listened to that today. It still blows me away. I was thinking like 2014, she, 10 years ago, maybe the last time they were still making real music. They literally turned everything into shit. I think it, I don't think there is anyone making music that's played on mainstream. I think it's all synthesized, computerized, artificial intelligence based crap that they are brainwashing people through the airwaves with. Yeah. Yeah, she nailed it. Good job, Roseanne. Roseanne's on fire, man. And the, <clears throat> I saw several clips. Sm- Great interview. Smell a comeback. <laughs> no, I, I heard. Uh, what did they, did they say she's been performing at uh, Rogan's Club? She's yeah. She's doing some comedy, uh, some stand up. Uh, I wouldn't mind checking out Roseanne. She's hilarious. What does yeah. Adam Carolla always say? You can't cancel people with skills, talent. You know, you cancel. Who's canceled? Don Lemon. I haven't heard from that guy in a fucking... Don Lemon is canceled. So is the Cuomo bro show. Uh, Cuomo, not only that, who's the bald guy? Uh, Stelter. Stelter? Yeah, Stelty the pig. He's out of here. (laughs) Those guys, you got no talent. You got no skills. So when you get canceled, you're canceled. You know, Louis C.K., you don't even hear about him now. He makes millions of dollars on his own website. (laughs) That's right, man. You know, he just said "fuck you" and made his own channel to make money. Like, doesn't it make you kind of rethink all that Me Too stuff? And maybe the people outside of Weinstein, maybe the people who were taken out, were taken out because they didn't play the game. Dude, Me Too had its. Listen, Weinstein, uh, Cosby, right? Animals, animals. You know, but. I, I promise you, if Al Franken would have just stuck his stood his <laughs> ground and said, no, I'm not leaving, he'd be president. Aziz Ansari should have never stepped away. Do you remember Aziz had the Me Too thing happen because he... Yeah, that was terrible. he got sexual with a chick in his apartment who was getting sexual with him after a date? And he was, yeah. He was just, just an awkward guy. Who didn't... Who doesn't... I mean, you don't think sex with him is going to be awkward? Probably hilarious. I can only imagine. Uh, Probably laughing the whole time. Definitely awkward. I just think when you kind of look back on the Me Too movement and then think about the real pedophiles out there, the Seth Greens of the world who are potentially involved with, you know. Okay, which one's Seth Green? Is that the one? uh, He's Dr. Evil's son in the Austin Powers. That's not knocked up. Oh, oh. He's, uh, yeah, it's Seth Green. I was thinking of the one from uh, Knocked Up. Seth Rogen. That's, That's knocked Seth up. Rogen. Yes, that is Seth Rogen. Seth, Seth Green is uh, a weird dude. You could easily find Aren't they it both online. Canadian? I don't know. I don't trust either guy. I'm going to throw it out there. Seth, Seth's kind of a Canadian name. <laughs> it's maybe Canadian. I don't know. Seth, uh, Seth Rogen. I'm all right with Seth Rogen. I know he he makes the uh he does some woke stuff from time to time, but I still think he's a funny guy. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. I've heard him say some really shitty things. 
Really? Has he gone overboard? Yeah. I just haven't been paying attention. I think that's the problem. He's a dude, so he, like, you know, he's, he's, he's okay with, you know, Canadians that are okay with, like, uh, stopping speech and stuff. Well, some of them, not our Canadian fans. There's no doubt they're uh, pro oh, ours speech, are the best. I don't even freedom. consider you Canadian. Patriots. So you know, <laughs> you're too cool to be Canadians if you're a dude man. <laughs> That's right, man. Uh, yeah. Seth Green, though, his wife, this dude Cappy, I think was his name. It's very fascinating that he came out, said a bunch of stuff about all these people that are involved in the uh, pedophile ring in Hollywood. And there's been other rumors out there, man. You know, Tom Hanks, like I said, Steven Spielberg, who I just... Was, was that uh, Was that Can't Hardly Wait? Yes, that's Can't Hardly Wait. Yeah, <laughs> yeah is that the movie he's in? It's weird that that's <laughs> kind of the movie he's in. Yeah, you're right. He's in other movies, dude. That's the dude with the goggles, that's yes. fucking little kids. Yeah, yeah, man. Ah, no, oh, like, come on. I thought you had to be like a successful movie actor to be He's um successful in Hollywood. He does Robot Chicken. He created the Robot Chicken uh, uh show dude. that's Poor on. kids. I feel really bad for those kids cuz not only did you get raped by an actor, you grow up and find out it was a B actor. No, no, no. He 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 prostitutes the kids out or hides them in a dungeon he has below his mansion. Oh, so only the A-listers get to fuck the kids. He throws parties, and these celebrities come. They they do the dirty deeds with the children that Seth Green and his wife have uh, locked up in some dungeons, and then they're compromised. <laughs> this is re- you really think this is what's going on? No, I'm just saying what I saw on the internet. Uh, I'm a conspiracy uh, nutjob uh, tinfoil hat theorist. I, Mike, what's the one, number one rule to being a conspiracy theorist? You don't check for facts. All right, that's, that's the number true. one rule. They only ruin the fun. You that's have to follow your heart. All right, that's <laughs> no facts. I can my see. Man. I can see. Take you. Take away the dungeon. Maybe All just right. a real nice house with like a pool and everything. Yeah, man. And they go around collecting, uh, you know, like vulnerable young girls who are maybe down on their luck and especially right. runaways. Stuff yeah, like man. That. Yeah, well, you yeah. know, I I don't know. I've heard. More sadistic stuff, terrible. little children, the adrenochrome stuff. I think they're all doing the adrenochrome. You know, I think there's multiple so ways. I heard, I heard you don't have to kill them. They could get it without killing them. So what do you do? You drain the blood? Or do you eat the flesh or the, the meat? Like, uh, you know, I mean, we're talking eating humans here, right? This is kind of crazy shit. No, uh, it comes from their blo- the, uh, the, the blood. The right? blood. Or no, it's like the, uh, the adrenal gland. Yeah, you can get it uh, in vials. I've seen pictures of the vials online. Probably doctored, but... <laughs> I assume that's how you get it. No, no, I only believe it was true because it said uh, adrenochrome made by Pfizer. It said it right on the label. <laughs> Brought to you by <laughs> Pfizer. Oh, man. Pfizer should get into the adrenochrome game, man. Maybe that's how they rose to prominence. They're going to have to do something now that their COVID vaccine is a, a flop. I told you, dude, it's right around the corner, the climate change vaccine. It'll solve all your problems. Right? Yeah, I can't wait. Lower my carbon footprint. <laughs> we didn't even talk about it, that J&J, like, they totally just pulled it off the market. Yeah, it's gone, and worldwide, like, on an international level, there are payouts happening, especially, I believe I read an article about the UK. They are 
they are admitting to these vaccines like causing paralysis and blindness and all these other issues, and they're paying people out, man. They're not doing yeah, it here. Example, example A, Justin Bieber. Example B, his wife. Example <laughs> C, Jamie Foxx. All in better shape than me. That's right, man. You know? Yeah, how is Jamie Foxx? Has anyone seen a picture of him or a video of him walking? Oh, it's terrible. It's I sad. It's so, it. I know, but... That's so sad. It's like three months later, two months later. I mean, Justin Bieber not on tour. Dude, these vaccines uh, messed people up, man, worldwide. And on an international level, again, they're admitting it. They're paying people out. It was just like with the Epstein stuff, right? You pay these victims out, but you're not even admitting about the, you know, know. to the aggressor, you know, the person who victimized these people, man. Like, Pfizer is evil and look what they did that's but he's gonna pay out the victims true, dude. you bring me somewhere against my will and then this dude fucks me in the ass i don't care about the guy that drove the taxi right <laughs> you know what i mean you're suing jamie diamond i want the guy who fucked me in the ass yes you know? that's what i'm saying like oh great <laughs> you know, oh, right. jamie diamond of jp morgan chase had to pay out 250 million dollars <laughs> who the fuck cares where's the guy who fucked me in the ass Good news, everybody. We got the guy who uh, paid you. I'm sorry. We got the guy who stole you. We got the guy who paid that guy. Oh, sorry. There was somebody that fucked you in the ass? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, his name is Bill Clinton, and we just can't touch him. Sorry. Some of them are ex-presidents. Some of them are princes. (laughs) That's Uh, right. Some of them allegedly are Chris Tucker. No, not Tucker. There's a... There's a picture of Chris Tucker on the Lolita Express with Bill Clinton, or I can't remember who else. I think Kevin Spacey's also in the picture. You got to keep in mind, a lot of celebrities also mm. flew on the Lolita Express, man. Nobody I'm going to give Chris T- So everybody you just mentioned, they all fucked kids except Chris Tucker. I'm giving him the benefit of doubt. Dude, Sixth Sense, not Sixth Sense. Fifth Element, great movie. Absolutely. Yeah, great movie. And we're going to that's that's Mike's final stance. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Tucker, you get a pass. And what's that one with the car wash? Uh, car wash? Yeah, where he's like he's he's like just <laughs> he's just like this hustler who works at a car wash. I don't and know. then uh, you might be thinking of Friday where he just No, no, no. no. And then Smokey. that dude who fucked all the chicks and got AIDS, two and a half men. He's in it too. All right, this has gone far enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who's the guy from Two and a Half Men? Charlie Sheen, man. Yeah, Charlie Sheen, Chris Tucker. Oh it's yeah, they great... they're in a movie. Uh, it's like it's you know, not car wash. Is that a car wash? He's a reporter. Yeah, man. You know, I have no idea what movie that is. It's so funny. It's it's so old. It's on dude. the tip of my tongue, man. It's crazy. Money Talks, yes! nineteen ninety seven. <laughs> great. Fucking movie, dude. Dude, even the cover, the cover of it is uh, Chris Tucker in a like standing up in a convertible with money in his hands. Ah, uh, dude, this is money talk, dude. Great fucking movie. <laughs>